Hi, welcome to the New Futurist Podcast. This is a show where we focus on real practical ways to gain greater clarity, greater insight about how the world is changing, and most importantly, how you can take an active role in creating the kind of future that you want to see. Now, this show, this episode is a quick hit. It means it's short, it's sweet, it's to the point, a little food for thought. So before we jump into it, do a little house cleaning here. If you have not subscribed, please subscribe to the podcast. Make sure that we can get you new updates, that you get some of the latest and the greatest shows and some of our uh, previous shows and, and a bunch of other stuff that we're putting into the pipeline right now. So without further ado, enjoy. Yeah, one clear sign of knowing that you've come to that point where you need to rest, you need to take a break, is when you aren't taking your own advice. And I know this may sound funny, but uh, there are times where, whether it's content, whether it's a video like this, or whether it's uh, working with a client and I am advising them to think a certain way, to do a certain thing, to retool or recalibrate, and then immediately I realize I'm not doing that and I need to. That is when you know that it's time to rest. And let me be really clear here. When I say rest, that doesn't mean just completely stopping and unplugging. That's burnout. This is about getting to that awareness of, hey, for, I need to give my muscles, my brain, my body time to recover. And maybe that's a better way to put it. You need time to recover. Because if you don't, you are going to burn out. And the fastest way to know that it's time to recover is when you hear yourself giving advice or you see the things that you're doing that you're saying and you have that clear awareness that I'm not even doing that, it's time to rest. Because if I keep talking about this but I am not living in it, well then I'm full of it. And that's why it's really important that, you know, to just to be aware, to be conscious of these things. But that is the number one thing that will uh, alert you that, hey, it's time to stop. And if you're somebody who's serious about growth, you're going to be more conscious and aware of that. You're going to know when that happens. We all know when it happens, but it's just we have to be honest with ourselves. So when I know that it's time to rest, in addition to knowing that, hey, what I'm saying or putting out or uh, advice that I'm giving, that if, if, you know, obviously if I'm not living by that, then, then I know it's time to rest. But when you do actually move into that place of, taking time for yourself to recover, you know, and this is hard for me because I'm just hardwired to go 90 miles an hour until I hit a wall. I mean, I've always been that way. And that's probably why I've never been able to work for anybody else my entire professional career because I just go and go and go. Nobody's ever needed to motivate me to work. And that's a great thing, but it's also a bad thing at times too, because I can easily get caught in that trap where I, I just, I overtrain, if you will. I overdo it. And so for me, when it's time to rest, to avoid complete and total burnout, you know, when I'm already aware that I need to rest, I need to take a break, what I have to do is I have to force myself to do things for me. You know, it's easy for me to make an excuse as to why I'm not going to go for a ride this afternoon because I've got X, Y, and Z that needs to be done. And in many cases, that's true. But in a number of cases, it's not true. It doesn't need to be done. It's not important. It's a distraction away from what is important. Another way for me is to, to pick up the guitar again and start creating music. I did this the other night with my kids. And then I started to realize, man, my kids haven't heard me play the guitar in almost two years. 
And doing that was so much fun because they got into it and they got their instruments out. And all of a sudden I realized I'm missing something incredibly important, not just on a personal level, but I'm missing something incredibly important when it comes to growing as a person, growing as a professional. We have to tap into who we are as people and what's most important to us and what gives us that break and that recovery in order to come back more refreshed, more whole, more aware of what's truly important. Otherwise, we're just advising people to go through the motions. Maybe we put a little bit more of a fancy package on it by me telling you that you need to be more conscious, curious, and creative, which are all true. But if I'm not living that, then I'm just being hypocritical. Or the other way to look at that is, hey, I'm just human. And these are things that I'm working on too. So when you do hit that point, find that one thing or two things that isn't an obligation. That I think is the most important, not an obligation. And I know this sounds terrible. I love my kids more than anything, but they can wear me out. And at times, like time spent with them, I also know like when I feel like it's an obligation, that's not helping my recovery. But that's also a symptom of being tired. So you have to do these things so that when you are with your kids, when you're with your family, when you're out on the bike, when you're playing the guitar, again, those are personal to me, you have to do those things so that you don't feel like you're doing them out of obligation, but you're doing them because you want to. And when you're doing what you want to, you're recovering, you're resting, you're growing. Something that, uh, that I've seen, not only in my own life, but in the lives of some of the people that I've worked with, is that we get addicted to busyness. I know a lot of people talk about this, but I can personally attest that when you run your own business, when nobody pays you to wake up in the morning, the drug of choice that we have is adrenaline. It's that I'm gonna get out that whole hunt, kill and eat, you know? This is how I'm hardwired. Not everybody's hardwired this way, but I think you know, the addiction to the adrenaline, the busyness is still something that we all struggle with. And sometimes the worst feeling especially if you're coming out of a stressful environment, right? I mean, a number of the executives I work with, this is a constant problem that they deal with in their organizations. Is just the overwhelming stress of just the, the grind and the endless meetings and the, the endless uh, copies on emails and, and everything else that just seems to be rushing them headlong without any direction just to get certain things done to meet quarterly numbers. It just becomes chaos and people get burned out and they step back and they go, man, I feel like I'm putting out fires all day long. And even as stressful as that is, there's a part of you that still gets high on it. And then the worst feeling is when it stops. What do you do when all the fires are out? Well, a lot of times you start looking for new fires or you unwittingly start setting fires. This is the vicious cycle that we have to get out of. This is why we have to really be grounded. I know this for myself. I am addicted to adrenaline. I am. And I know it. And I don't like it. Sometimes I do. But a lot of times I don't like it. And so when you're thinking about recovery, when you're thinking about growth, when you're thinking about uh, what that next phase of life is, and if you're thinking about that and you find yourself in a place where you're almost uh, withdrawing from the adrenaline or the stress 
that you've been so used to, rather than looking for more stress or more drama or more uh, fires to set, that's the time for you to step back and say, you know what? I need to get out of my environment. I need to go for a walk. I need to go for a ride. I need to go do something for me that forces me to think about something other than my work or the stressful environment that I hate, but I'm still looking for because I'm addicted to it. That's breaking the cycle. But in order to break that cycle, you have to fully recognize that it's, it's okay to walk away from it. That the stress and the busyness and the drama and the chaos, and the anxiety, that's not normal. We've normalized it. We have a whole industry around it, but it's not normal. And this is what it really means to be aware. This is what it means to be conscious. This is what it means to be mindful of where you are and when you are. You know, the goal in life is not just to make it to our deathbed. I mean, if, if it is, then what are we doing? But if your goal in life is to make a bigger impact, to leave a legacy that's worth leaving, that your kids and grandkids will be proud of, well, then you have to take time to step away from the things that are sucking your life, away from you, uh, that are just, you know, adrenaline wears on the heart. You have to take time to rest, but you also have to be able to say, it's okay for me to walk away. Because if you are somebody who is in motion, that stress is going to return. That, uh, those fires are gonna pop up again. And the best thing for you and the best place to be for you is to be fully energized, to be re-energized, to be ready to go, and to have a, a completely different perspective on how to approach it. Rest gives you perspective. Rest gives you clarity. Rest gives you the ability to enjoy where you are and to celebrate where it is that you've been. I know that's where I am right now. The hardest thing for me is to celebrate where we are. You know, I love the journey. Once we hit the destination, for me, it's just like, cool, we did that. And the next day, some, sometimes in the same day, I'm like, all right, time to move on to that next journey. So for me, I have to stop. I have to stop, know where I'm at, and appreciate where I've come from. And realize that there's still a long journey out ahead of me. And if I'm serious about, uh, serious about that vision of the future, if I'm serious about making a bigger impact in the lives of the people that I serve, well then I need to rest up. If not for me, at least for me. All right, everybody, that is it for today's show. Again, thank you so much for being here. And if you have not subscribed, Make sure you do that before you uh, turn this episode off. And then also visit us at thenewfuturist.com where you can find out more about our work, uh, a lot of the free resources that we have. And of course, if you want to take your strategic thinking, your decision-making, or increase that skill set uh, to drive real innovation and create the future, then you'll definitely want to check out the Foresight Academy. And you can find that on our website at thenewfuturist.com under courses, but you can also find it at theforesightacademy.com. Again, that's theforesightacademy.com. And this is something we're doing in partnership with the University of Tennessee, where uh, folks that go through this program and they complete it are uh, issued a certificate in strategic foresight from the Haslam College of Business at the University of Tennessee. So again, check us out at thenewfuturist.com, but also if you're interested in Foresight Academy and getting your certificate in strategic foresight, then definitely check us out at theforesightacademy.com. 
As always, uh, feel free to reach out to us directly. Let us know what you think. If you've got some ideas or comments or things that you want to see us uh, or hear us talk about, we want to hear from you. We want to know. So make sure that you comment on the blog and, uh, and leave us a note. All right. Thanks again, everybody. See you soon.